Hey, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the show. Uh, he is Greg Smith. I'm Zach Carpenter, the publisher of Inside Nebraska, and we'll just get right to it with uh, no dilly-dallying. Uh, breaking news this morning, Friday morning, April 28th, quarterback Casey Thompson entered the transfer portal. Um, just so I, I, I have a lot of thoughts to share, Greg, but uh, just so <laughs> I stop uh, rambling and riffing, just uh, take it away with instant, instant reactions and thoughts. Yeah, I think my my instant reaction is that like it's not in it's weird, man. It's not a huge surprise given the big picture of what's kind of happening with Nebraska's quarterback situation. And I say that because we we saw Casey Thompson miss the entire spring due to injury or recovering from surgery, offseason surgery. Jeff Sims had the opportunity as, by the way, kind of the hand-picked quarterback for Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield had the opportunity to go through an entire spring. They got to kind of tailor the offense around him and his skill set, as well as the other quarterbacks that were out there. And then Casey Thompson, right after spring, you see kind of the videos of him throwing and you don't know, man, is this, you know, him saying, okay, I'm ready for my big comeback or Nebraska, or is this him saying I'm ready to throw, like, say, let me off the leash so I can go transfer. Um, and maybe it seems like the latter. Um, and so I say all those things, it was not a huge shock and surprise that Casey decided to enter. And a part of that is a little bit of context about knowing how much um, Satterfield and rule really seem to like Jeff Sims. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're talking about this on March, whatever March twentieth, the opening of spring ball, mm -hmm. I think this would have been a this would have been a total and complete shock bombshell. And this is something yes. I, I wrote about um, earlier today. Was I, there's no there's almost no such thing as a bombshell transfer in today's world of college football. Right. Fast moving, everybody it seems like is um, at least a candidate in some capacity to be just a, a transfer. You just never know. But this, I mean, this is close to it. Uh, maybe not a bombshell, but um, in that vicinity. But like I said, on like on March 20th, if you're using that date, I think it would have been a complete and total shock. But as we sit here, April 28th, um, it's not quite as shocking just because I think there were rumblings that this uh, could potentially happen in the background, as like you said, Casey Thompson was, um, was, I don't want to say he wasn't given a fair shake, but he just wasn't out there. He wasn't able to participate fully yeah. and, um, show he has in spring ball, but he did have the entire, almost the entire 2022 season, 10 out of 12 games, um, that Matt rule, Marcus Satterfield, the staff evaluated and compare that with, again, Jeff Sims with how he, uh, he's taken the reins of the, of the quarterback the quarterback competition. Um, that was one of the, that was the number one question I had coming into spring ball was how much of a foot foothold could Jeff Sims, um, get on the, on the starting quarterback job? Because I didn't think that, I think all of us thought this quarterback battle does not start officially until fall <laughs> camp, but it can start unofficially and Sims could, um, make a strong case. And apparently he made, I mean, he made a, a stronger case than, uh, than we probably could have anticipated when spring ball started. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, and, and this is not, you know, it's interesting because in this discussion, I think you have to talk some about Jeff Sims and the skills that he brought to the table to kind of 
force this move because I don't I don't think it's out of bounds to say that if, if Casey Thompson really felt like he was going to be the starter at Nebraska, he'd still be at Nebraska or would not be in the portal. I don't think that that's a huge stretch um, to say. We saw what happened with Jeff Sims in the spring game. I think I, I don't want to speak for all of the staff, but I think we were pleasantly surprised at how he looked in the spring game based on kind of the uneven things that you heard um, out of spring football, I guess is a good way to describe it, about his ability to pass the football. You know what he looks like. Big kid. Looks the part. You know he can run. He made a great, uh, had a great rushing touchdown in that game. But I thought the throws, to me, were the thing that are, are, were, that was what was going to allow Casey Thompson to make up ground. But if, if Jeff Sims progressed through the spring as a passer and the coaches think that they can continue to work with that um, and get him to the point he needs to be, then I think that, yeah, it makes sense that he enters uh, fall camp or enters the summer um, as the clear-cut number one. And maybe it's it's a situation where the Matt Rule has not seemed to want to, like, fake bring up drama, right? He has not been like drumming up controversies where they aren't needed necessarily for the football team for like motivation or anything like that. And what if it is a situation where, you know, if, if he wanted Jeff Sims to be the guy and he thought that he was going to be, maybe it's best to just go ahead and make all of that known to everyone involved right now versus dragging it out just for the sake of saying that we have a quarterback competition. Yeah, I think that's the number one thing to to hone in on here and number one takeaway because there are a lot of people asking why like why why did he decide to enter the portal and um like you say i mean that's what this um not trying to spin zone this at all like um because i think that i think that this move really is a it's a big hit on the quarterback depth because um jeff sims has he's been known to get injured um throughout his time at georgia tech if they're going to be, if he's going to be running the ball uh, as often as, um, as often as we think he might, like not not Adrian Martinez style, but right. if he's going to be, if he's going to be used in this Satterfield, it'll be in the game plan. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And I mean, we saw it uh, at the spring game that he's going to be, uh, he's going to find himself loose for scramble scramble throws and and um, probably in used in the that zone read running game. But I mean you lose you lose such a valuable valuable veteran piece and uh in casey thompson that if i mean if he would have been your number two quarterback you feel pretty you feel pretty damn good um going into the season if you have those two guys but i mean for him personally why i mean if if you go into fall camp and you lose that quarterback competition then um you're not gonna it's gonna hurt to be sitting sitting there um on the on the sidelines but that is to your point i think that's what this does is um helps eliminate that quarterback controversy any talk of it going to the summer any talk of it during fall camp i mean that would have been far and away the number one storyline um and oh, yeah for good reason going into fall camp throughout fall camp <laughs> yeah. it would have been the one of the first questions um just about every every rule of Satterfield press conference is um, how are the how are Sims? How, how are you are, splitting those reps? <laughs> yeah, and that just yep. it eliminates all of it. Uh, so the sole focus is Jeff Sims. I mean, he's the unquestioned QB one, uh, unquestioned starter going into the summer and fall camp now. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think now you kind of end up in a situation with with what they have right now. Um, as of recording this, they still have Heinrich Harburg, they still have Chubba Purdy um in the in the program. Um, Logan Smothers, as we reported, has, has obviously entered the portal, but as we also reported, the door is actually open for him to return. Um, and the one key thing that I, I want to make sure to bring up kind of in that in it in it does tell us perfectly with talking about those four that are potentially going to be in the room, but the three also that are currently in there for sure is that I feel like they all fit more of what Nebraska seems to be looking for in quarterbacks. These are guys that can run and throw are, are all, all, all dual threat guys. Now to various degrees about, you know, the throwing abilities for each of those quarterbacks. And I think they all have work to do with that, uh, but they all are very good athletes, right? I think that that's something that matters to Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield. And I think what we're seeing right now after some departures, um, namely with Richard Torres and Casey Thompson, is you're seeing a resetting of the quarterback room where everyone has a similar skill set like it's no longer like this mismatch room of like hey you've got a, a like a big pocket passer in Richard Torres but then you've also got a smaller pocket passer in Casey Thompson oh but you've got Logan Smothers and and you've got the, you know what I mean like at some point and this is what happens around college football with good teams your quarterback room needs to look in a similar fashion like I think that that's something that needs to be said about what's happening too and that could have also been another kind of reason behind what What's happening right now is that Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield look at that room and say, we need we don't want to have to design multiple game plans if one guy goes down or if we need to have a package or anything like that. We want this thing to look the same and there's value in having that continuity. No, that's a that's a really good point. Honestly, that's not something that had crossed my mind um, in the the hours since uh, since this um, the transfer decision from Thompson had been um, had been relayed to us i mean that you see that at the nfl level right like you you get a backup in there who has a similar uh, skill set to the starter but like this the drop off in in talent level is is uh significant but it, and you probably could find a, a a more of a dynamic quarterback uh number two quarterback but the changes in the offense um on a fly like if quarterback goes down mid second quarter then you have to completely change your game plan and um, and I think it's a, it's a continuity thing. It's a system thing, right? Um, where if you have all of the quarterbacks, like you said, um, all lined up with the same, similar, uh, similar, um, styles that the, the stuff they bring to the table, it allows you to run your offense, have that more of that continuity, um, going into game day where, you know, you're going to be able to install or, uh, keep running not the, obviously not the same game plan uh, with a guy like Chubba Purdy or Heinrich Harburg that you would uh, with Jeff Sims, but maybe a, a scaled back version of that playbook if uh, if an injury were to happen. But um, going forward, I mean, I, I'll offer, set the table. I want to talk about just real quickly the rest of the transfers that we've uh, had going to the portal before we wrap up here. But any last thoughts on on Casey Thompson, Jeff Sims, the quarterback? the quarterback uh, situation. 
Uh, this this sets up also one of the things that sets up for Jeff Sims. Uh, we saw him at the spring game in his postgame press conference. He sounded like a guy that'll be in the mix to be a captain, right? Like he talked about um, how great things have, had been going here in Nebraska, about the fan base and all of that. He sounded like a guy ready to kind of take hold and seize of the football team. It cleared that it clears the way for that, right? And I think that that also is something that is it feels like it's a down the line thing, but it's not really. When you hear so much about Casey Thompson being being around the facility and you know that he had teammates that really respected him and liked him like sometimes that can be really difficult to manage on your yep. football team as you're trying to get everybody pushing in the same direction so that's just another wrinkle in this so I'm curious to see how Jeff Sims then kind of takes up that leadership mantle as we now move forward with him as the clear-cut QB1 yeah and that's the final point I wanted to touch on I mean we I think we need to do Casey Thompson uh um I, I think we need to um doing some justice here like he became a fan favorite because oh, he's yeah. one of the best uh most accomplished nebraska quarterbacks that they've had um in, in quite a long time i mean he threw for what over four thousand yards what was the final tally i don't want to say four thousand then that's crazy because i think that number <laughs> might have been a common yeah that's yeah, a combination was... of his time at texas i'd uh got some numbers um uh mixed up because yeah the four thousand total is a combined uh. time at uh, I think Texas and Nebraska. So one year at Nebraska, he completed 173 of 274 passes, uh, two, uh, 2,400 yards, a little over 2,400 yards, 17 touchdowns and five rushing touchdowns. I mean, the passing yards mark is seventh and passing touchdowns is 10th in program, his, uh, program history for a single season. And um, just the fifth Nebraska quarterback to ever have three 300 yard passing games in a single season and um, finished in the, top 15 nationally in passing yards per completion right. and passing yards per attempt 29th in passing efficiency. So, I mean, he, he put them in, he put Nebraska in situations to win last year. I mean, oh, yeah. that, that connection between him and Trey Palmer was absolutely electric. <laughs> and it's a big reason. Epic Trey down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's always going to be a great moment. I mean, um, and I mean, that connection between the two is a big reason um, why Trey Palmer is about to uh, get drafted. And uh, in this weekend's NFL draft, it, it, I mean, he, his speed and talent was on display because he had a guy who could throw in the ball for that uh, the long touchdown against Indiana that wound up being the the game winner, the game sealer, um, the the touchdown, the 87 yard touchdown against Iowa, uh, the Purdue game um, that, I mean, it was that Casey Thompson to Trey Palmer connection. That was proud. The, I think by far the most exciting part of the season um, from uh, during a four and eight down year with so much, uh, so much swirling around the program, but you could always, I feel like uh, except for Illinois, when um, Palmer was matched up with Devon Withers Witherspoon, who was the number five, Oh, right in the NFL draft <laughs> last night it's like all right he held him to one catch for um like only a, a couple yards so that was that felt I think that was like the only or one of the only games where those two didn't um bring something exciting electric to the table and game changing to the table um and uh Casey he he became a fan favorite because he was tough as hell like he's tough as nails just standing into the pocket taking multiple sacks almost every game taking multiple hard hits in the pocket every game and we would always stay in the press box like all right well is this going to be the game where he takes a hit and he doesn't get up yeah. but 
every time, almost every time he got up, even if he was down on the field for a while, he would get up and come back into the game until that Illinois game when he suffered the nerve damage um, or the nerve injury. So I think it's going to be, it's a hard pill to swallow. I think for, like you said, a lot of the guys in that locker room, a lot of his teammates um, and a lot of fans around here, but um, I mean, we're, we've just been trying to explain the move, not, not necessarily um, spin zone it in a, in a positive way, but now we're looking, now we're looking at uh, um, the Jeff Sims era to pretty much officially begin as we head into the summer. <laughs> yeah. But um, the last, uh, last thing was just, there's now to update everyone, there's 10 players in the transfer portal from the spring period. There are 11 scholarship players during the winter transfer period, 10 in the spring. Uh, quarterbacks, obviously Casey Thompson, Logan Smothers, and Richard Torres. Receivers, Alante Brown, Sean Hardy, the second, Victor Jones, Jr. Tight end, James Carney. Uh, defensive back Braxton Clark and defensive back Noah Pola Gates. And then the big surprise other than, other than Thompson would be defensive lineman Stephon Wynn Jr. who went into the portal earlier this week. Um, so they're at 90, Nebraska's now at 90 scholarships total, uh, trickling down to that 85 number that they need to be at the start of the season in August. Um, but we're going to see, I think, more attrition over maybe over the next couple of days and in the summer um, going forward. But any thoughts on any of those guys, just the transfer situation as a whole? Yeah, it has not been a, like, Nebraska hasn't had any huge, like, really bad, like, you thought this guy was going to be a top-line starter departures, except for Casey Thompson, because he was in line to obviously be the starting quarterback. But even as, as we've talked about, like, that one, you could you can understand why that one would happen. Quarterback's a little bit unique. Um, so if it stays that way, I think Nebraska will be in pretty good shape. Like you said, they still have got to get five or so scholarships down, and maybe maybe one or two additional ones if they, you know, if somebody pops that, that in the portal that Nebraska would like to bring in um but yeah it, it's going to be interesting though because one thing I also want to note while we're here is that just kind of looking at the different messages that guys have put out when they decide to leave the program and move on it has not been very like oh yeah like these guys cut me or anything like that like and this it can be really tough like this this whole portion of this and we knew it was coming um and you knew that spring was going to kind of be an audition for a lot of guys it's kind of like the ugly underbelly of college football, even though it's more and more out there now with the portal. Like you've seen guys be very gracious and thankful of this current coaching staff. And I, I just, I don't know what that means yet. I'm not saying it means anything huge as of right now. I'm just saying, put a pin in that. They got to see what that means moving forward for how this, how these guys build the team, because we've seen them in the past, Matt Rule, like build really strong bonds within teams. And I wonder how that will manifest itself here. And if that's part of why we're seeing some of the messages with outgoing players or even guys who decided to leave before this. I, I always think about Garrett Nelson saying how this staff embraced him and helped him train for the NFL draft and were there for anything that, you know, they needed and they didn't have to do that because he wasn't going to play for them um, and because he had already made that decision, not because, you know, he hated them or anything like that. Um, and so I just, it's just something that I just noticed as we've gone along the way. Of course, I'll say that, and I've now jinxed myself, and someone will now come out and slam the staff on Twitter um, because that's my luck. Right. I mean, they it's it's a mixture too, and uh, of those transfers. I mean, you have guys who young guys and old guys. I mean, you have Richard Torres, mm -hmm. who is only going to uh, set to enter his second year in the program, and Braxton Clark, who was 
getting ready for his sixth year in the program. So it's, right. um, and then Stefan Wynn Jr. who entered, who was entering the portal twice after coming over from Alabama. So it's a mixture of different situations. And uh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing more attrition uh, right. here down the road, whether it's sooner or later, it'll be happening and it's needed attrition because of a number standpoint. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll be having reports and analysis on all, all of that at nebraska.rivals.com. And uh, we'll be back here um, again probably Monday or Tuesday on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. So I encourage you guys to like this video, subscribe to our, to our page so you can get those videos dropped directly into your feed. Uh, so for Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.